You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's weird since we're pre-recording this podcast. Yeah. Ordinarily, of course, we are live at Fun Employment Radio. I really have no idea where I'm going to be tomorrow. Because if they're... I'm heading to Southern California. Yeah. There is a fire happening where I'm heading. I could be... Uh, I Maybe no you're idea. stuck in an airport somewhere right I now. I could be stuck in an airport right now <laughs> tomorrow as people are listening to this show. Eh, well, whatever. It's okay. Gonna, it shall be an adventure, Keeps Sarah. it interesting. It will be an adventure, Greg. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. But we, of course, want to make sure that you guys get a show for today. Hello, this <laughs> is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, downloading this podcast. As we stated, of course, normally we are live five days a week here out of Portland, Oregon. Um, but then the podcast is also always available for free. And uh, I am uh, out of town for uh, Thursday, May 15th when this show is going up because I'm heading down, uh, as I said, to San Diego mm-hmm. and there's, there's a giant fire happening as of right now. This is the afternoon of the 14th when we're recording this. No idea what's going to go on. Oh, yeah. Well, it looks like they're getting it slightly contained, but okay. then it seems like it's uh, different... <laughs> different reports well we'll see we'll see what goes we'll on see what's that. going on either way i'm gonna have a good time i don't care if i'm in the middle of a whole bunch of smoke i'm still gonna be hanging out and i will take my shirt off because i'm in southern california you're just gonna walk around is that what people do in california i don't know it's do what, they walk I, around with their shirts off are you what? gonna be because you're already gonna be glowing white yes i'm very very white. so if you're glowing white and also drawing attention to your body by being the shirts off guy mm-hmm. are you sure oh, you want to do both of those things i kind of feel like in game of thrones like i'm a wildling going down to to uh you know whatever the southern area is where the lannisters are okay i kind of feel like that like i'm coming from north you're of from the wall. north of the wall yes yeah, so i'm white what do you think I'm, the wall is is the wall just like uh, uh oregon just the oregon maybe the boundary? oregon the oregon california border okay yeah, that might be it and then okay. everything north of there were, were wildlings up that's here. true i guess with washington and mm-hmm. oregon we kind of are wildlings yeah yeah See, I think that's what it is. We're right. from north of the wall, Sarah. Okay, Greg. Yes. And uh, as that, I have no idea how to interact or be uh, cultured down in Southern California. But I'm going to take my shirt off. Well, I'm so thinking like if, if you're going like already with the shirts off party, that <laughs> might not be the way they're cultured there. <laughs> should, should I do it just like as soon as I get to the airport? Is that how that people Please don't do there? that. I don't okay. think you should. Maybe not. No. Like, hey, man. Welcome to California, bro. <laughs> What's up, broski? Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, do that. <laughs> okay, I won't do that. <laughs> uh, but we do have a special show for you today. So, of course, our Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase is coming up on May 21st at the Secret Society. You can pick up your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. They're only $7 for the pre-sale. Seven American dollars. Seriously, you want to take advantage of this because uh, we this will be our third one of these. Mm-hmm. And each one has been so much fun. They're on, uh, so it's on Wednesday, May 21st. Show's at 8, and then there's four amazing comedians. And of course, they're at our amazing sponsor at Secret Society. Yep. Mm -hmm. Secret Society and Metro PCS. And uh, the four amazing comedians will be Curtis Cook, Bree Pruitt, Tim Hammer, and Noriko Ott. And so we've got Noriko. He's actually, I believe, in the other room right now. So what we're going to do is uh, on this special episode of Fun It's a very Radio, special episode. We're going to uh, talk to Noriko Ott for a little while. And then after that, we're going to have the one and only Kenny B on, which I already pre-recorded my interview with Kenny B. It was kind of weird interviewing just Kenny. That's kind of weird. So it wasn't like you guys talking. It was an interview? Well, no, I mean, it was us talking, but it still felt kind of odd. Like he was sitting in the spot where comedians normally sit. And for anybody who doesn't know, Kenny B is our extraordinary booker. Um, Also did a lot of hard work for the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Mm -hmm. So we talk about that. He does have the other side of a very big story. So when we were interviewing Kamau Bell and uh, Baron Vaughn last week, they were talking about the infamous Andy Dick situation from a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny 
talked to per- to a person who maybe started that whole thing. Whoa! Maybe got Andy Dick off the you know off the wagon, as they say. Okay, now did was I spec? Did I speculate right? Did it all have to do with the pot cookie? Yeah, well, you'll have to wait. Oh, to find out. we'll have to find out. You'll I'm going to find out with out. everybody. All right. Kenny does have the top secret story. So after we talk to Noriko, I'll play the Kenny B segment and um, and go from there. So thank you, everyone, for listening to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, all of our episodes are available at funemploymentradio.com or wherever podcasts can be found on the cyber webs. Cyber, on the Cybertron on the internet. Cybertrons, yes. Yes. Cyber. All right. Cyber world. I know you like that. All right. So uh, here we go. Here is Noriko Ott. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Uh, so, Enrico, I don't know if you're yes. familiar. You can, you can use profanities. You can say whatever you like. Shit, yeah. All right. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty Just tough. cock all the time. Yeah. Just end all of your sentences That's good because cock. one I think I make, I just, it's a string of them in a row. And, that, and that's not even a joke. I really just go, fuck dickety balls. It's like a contained Ooh. form of Tourette's. And then I'll of? just throw in like a. Pee-pee or something. I'll throw in a wiener. <laughs> Lighten it up down just a, a little bit at the yeah, end. Just a little bit. I'll be like, oh, what was taking easier? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. taking easier than I thought Go words. from cunt to wee-wee. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are you recording this? Uh, yeah, This actually, is gold. We should just start. Should we just go me, with this? Yeah, should we can, I? We can edit out the wee-wee <laughs> thing that I said. I think it's too fun. late. It's already there. That was... That was pretty funny. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play our IDs if we're professionals. Put it, okay. on my, put it on my headstone. All right. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh, my gosh. There we're we still go. here. Now, <laughs> see, now we switch gears. This is when we get, like, really political on the show and, like, very serious conversations. Yeah. And astrophysics news. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Sounds very spacey. Abortion. Let's talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about your feelings. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we are joined now by one of the fine comedians who is going to be at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. For the first time. Yes, indeed. We, on the show, right? Yeah, first, we've never yeah. had Noriko yes. on. No. Mr. Noriko Ott. Hi. Hello. Hi, Noriko. Yes to all those things. Yes. So how are you doing on this fine and warm day? Feel good. I feel good now. <laughs> you feel, you've got your water? Yeah, I feel good. I, uh, I was at work and now I'm not there and so things are great. That's that is good, good to yeah. hear. We were discussing before we went on the show, uh, Noriko is not a sweat person like we are. Mm. We doesn't sweat as no, much. No, because we don't know Noriko very well. We mm. just kind of go balls to the wall when we meet someone. I'm like, oh, are you are you as sweaty as Greg and I are? And, he's, <laughs> and you're from a warm place, so you don't yeah. get like that. I'm from Phoenix and... Uh, Sort of. I've been. I lived there a long ass time. Uh, okay. Longer than I lived anywhere else, unfortunately. And uh, I don't know. I, I just. I'm just not a. Like I said, it pools up in my crotch, but that's it. <laughs> other than that, you wouldn't know I was nervous. Other than if you put a hand. So when you're watching him on stage, just look to his crotch. He's not yeah. wetting his pants. And you gave me the old Australian handshake, and then uh, <laughs> then you'll know. <laughs> then Actually, you'll know. right before you came in here, and it, I think it's dried now because it's so hot, I spilled coffee all over my crotch. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, I was like... So uh, you weren't as nervous as I thought you were? No. Okay. No. Well, I mean, I guess it's a form of nervousness. I was like, this yes. guy is so excited to meet me. <laughs> he was pretty intimidated. It was all Rico all the time today. It was. We were like, what the fuck are we going to say to him? Yep. Yep. <laughs> How are we going to talk to him about his beautiful hair? He's a mystery. Uh, he's, yeah... You are kind of a mystery. I mean, because mm-hmm. and, and your name is kind of mysterious. It is. 
And you this that is your given name, yes? It is. That is 100% my legal name. Uh, Noriko is a... I do a bit about it, but Noriko is a, a Japanese name, and my family's uh, super white. And, uh, <laughs> uh, my mom was a hippie and then just gave me a, like, a wackety-doo name. So it's like the ultimate uh, white guy Chinese symbol tattoo? Yeah, basically. Yeah, that was my mom going, oh, I'm so cultured right now. <laughs> it's... Yeah, and and then uh, it's a Japanese girl's name, so she didn't do her research <laughs> very well. Like it's a hundred percent a Japanese girl's name. It's not no fooling or it's not like to like it's not like Jesse or something where it's like oh like maybe either or no no no, no. <laughs> it like it, it might, yeah I don't know it, just, it might as well be like, mean like no wiener or something. <laughs> <laughs> Have Japanese people approach you and let you know that every time you meet a Japanese? No, person? well right. kind of. Um, they're usually more they're usually more like. What, yeah, they're usually more like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe you picked it for yourself. Like, look uh, at how sassy this name the, is going to sound. Like, um, actually, I, I, I basically have to apologize every time I meet any Asian person at all. Because, like, they know. They're just like, you know, even if somebody's like uh, Korean, they know a Japanese name when they hear it. And they're like, um, hey, what are, you, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And then I got to be like, yeah, it's my real name, my mom. Mom did. It's a prank. It's a prank. I'm still living out. <laughs> so, so, oh, go ahead, Greg. Oh, I was going to say, so how long have you been doing uh, stand-up comedy? Uh, three and a half years Cam. now. All right, so you started then right before you moved to Portland. Yes. Um, I started um, in, in Phoenix. I was doing it for maybe four to six months. Um, it depends on what you mean by doing it. Because uh, when you first start, you don't really have a, a sense of like what you should be doing or what, you know, what you're doing at all. And um, So basically, I was going to like two open mics a week going, man, I am crushing this shit. Two <laughs> nights, two mics a week. Is there anybody that works harder at anything at all? I don't think there is. And then it, little did I know, you know it's, it's a lot more work than that. It's, but it's good. It's not work, though. It feels good. Well, it seems like, you know, that you're working your way toward a very promising and successful career oh, thank in you. comedy. I hope so. I comedy. just, just want to get good, like be really, really good, you know? Like that's that's my goal. It's like um, uh, some people have a better like sense of like what they want to accomplish and stuff, but I, I really, um, for me, it's just like, I, I just it's, it's just honing a craft. It's just mm-hmm. like I feel myself getting better at something. Um, and that's a really cool, like good feeling. And if you're really lazy like me, it's a new feeling. <laughs> it's like, What? <laughs> You just—it's not like Spanish class where this shit never takes this fucking stuff. <laughs> You're working at it. It's bueno. What uh, what made you want to start doing? Because to me, Sarah and I have talked about this before. Like we we like doing radio. I'll, I don't mind being on stage if I'm announcing things, but stand up comedy to me just seems entirely terrifying. It's the one aspect of entertainment that I would have no interest in doing. It, or at least, yeah, I guess at what least. happened the day before you did your first stand up to be like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Like how I'm, this is what I've decided I want to. It's it it's one of those things where. Um, it, like I don't know. It, like okay, so basically for me it was like it was something that I always just wanted to do really badly, and it's something I always looked up to, and I and I nerded out on really hard. Like I always watched a ton of the stand up, and um, was fascinated by like George Carlin and stuff back back when I was a kid, and um, and so I just you know absorbed all of it. But then you know you grow up, and then you want to get laid, so you start a band, and you do that <laughs> for like five or six years. Did that? So, yeah. 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 <laughs> so you do that, and, and and I really liked that time too, and I put a, a good amount of time into that, and then after a while. Um, I had a friend in in Phoenix. My friend Adam. He started a, a sketch comedy group okay. with, with some actor friends of his. And then he just called me up out of the blue, and he was like, "Hey, man, if I gave you two months, could you do ten minutes in, of stand up in front of my, my show and I, like to warm the crowd up?" And I'm and it scared me so bad that I had to say yes. You know yeah. What I'm saying? yeah. Like it was one of those things where I'm like, 
I wouldn't be able to look like I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't feel good as a human anymore if I just like backed down from something that scared me so badly. Yeah. So I said yes, and little did I know, nor he, that uh, two months is not enough to get ten <laughs> minutes together. But the crowd was very polite to me. <laughs> One of those are like nervous chuckles, like <laughs> Extre- They were extremely polite, and they knew that I and I and I meant. I meant so well, so they <laughs> they were. They can tell your heart was in it. Yeah, I I told my friends I came backstage too, and my friends were all actors, and they were clearly it's something that they didn't have the guts, you know, like at the time to do. Uh, I think they've started doing it back in Arizona now, but um, but they were like they all looked at me like, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> you survived. You went to the other side. <laughs> was that crazy? <laughs> well, yeah, it was nuts. Well, you do you say since you're honing your skills, do you have anything uh, like do you have any desire to be like an actor? Or anything, um, or do you just want to? Do you prefer comedy? I don't. And the, you know what? Um, I I I enjoy acting. Like it's mm. kind of fun. Like I've done. Um, uh, like I said, I was in a sketch comedy group with a friend of mine, and uh, and I love I love writing sketch. I really love writing. Um, and I like performing in the way that I like to help out. Like like you know like I really want the thing that I wrote to go about it about exactly as I had it in my head. Um. And I, so I like acting, but it's definitely not like a passion or anything where I'm like, God, I have to emote. Mm, I just have to get <laughs> the feeling right on this. Um, no, that's, so that's not really a big, as much of a draw to me. But definitely writing and definitely uh, just, just uh, I would love to just do those. There's some of those um, stand-up bits. And tell me when this gets boring as hell. For no, you this is no. interesting. This is where I get so nerdy. But there's this little, there's this, those bits that, that some comedians write or there's some albums where they come out and you're you know like Eddie Murphy Raw or something uh-huh. like where there's something like where they do something like that and you just watch it and you're like holy shit this is this guy you know he did it you mm-hmm. know he wrote this perfect yeah, I don't know there's there's something about that idea that I I'm totally fascinated with I, I would love to I would love to be there and have that like you know, I mean that and that's that's crazy that's crazy town right yeah. I mean, like that's you know, that's like, yeah, I've been playing guitar for three years, but I think I think I could be Radiohead. I think I could be Radiohead. <laughs> I'm pretty good at this. You know, like it's that's so far down the road in craziness. But that's uh, to me, that's the goal is that idea of, of writing something so perfect, and, like it's kind of beautiful and yeah. hilarious. Do you have like a target? Like, like is it like an hour of material, or I mm. mean, maybe you have an hour of material already, um, or just like complete control of what it is that you're doing? Well, to me, it's the idea of like writing something that's like both like super funny. And really fucked up, and also <laughs> it kind of important. Like when you listen to it, you're like, "Oh shit!" He just really, you know, he broke it down. That's fucked up. You yeah. know, I, I like I like something like that. And tr- and mind you, I write none of those things right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can see them on the but, on the horizon. Yeah, but eventually, I'm hoping you know, just be like. I'm like I'm gonna make this boner about about torture programs. I'm gonna make this this boner <laughs> joke. It's gonna it's gonna go there. It's gonna be about it's gonna be in, about income inequality. <laughs> just this this boner joke. It's gonna get there. Or not? I don't know. I'm a firm believer. If you set goals for yourself, if you just put like boner and then whatever you want to equate it with, I'm sure you can reach it. Um, yeah. Just kind of triangulating toward the end. Find the can... ties. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to stretch this boner all the way there. <laughs> so, how often uh, during the week are you out and about? Like, do you do a lot of like oh, open yeah. mics? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at. Let's see. Um, the only day I take off is is Thursday. Um, uh, to hang because uh, I have a standing like game that I hang out with some friends and like we we do stuff on Thursdays. What uh, what game? Uh, don't worry about it. This is a big deal. <laughs> I play a little D and D. Look, guys. Yeah. So, hey, we big, have friends that play D and some oh, of okay. our best friends play D and D. A big portion <laughs> of our audience plays D and D. All right. What's that? What's this? What's you know? We don't have to spread it around. What's your character? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Come on, Nariko. <laughs> <laughs> I I do. I, I recently reestablished my nerdiness, and it took me. 
Like, because I, I t- took my friends to push me because they were like, hey, we should all get together and do this. I'm all, that'd be crazy. And I'm, they're like, and then they start talking about, it. I'm like, hey, guys, I would rather get caught masturbating by a family friend <laughs> than have anybody know that I do this. <laughs> this is super embarrassing. But no, it's I really like it. So I If go, you like it, then you, you should own it. I do. It. I do own it. I'm okay, just, so I'm, then what's your character? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Are you an orc? Are you a seventh I, level dwarf? All right. Look, this is all right. You just uh, you can see how much I'm squirming. I know, he's yeah. really squirming. Uh, I, I, like, because like, I don't have much cool cred to begin with, so this is super dashing uh, on the rocks, <laughs> sinking my whole boat. Um, no, uh, yeah, I run a character. She's uh, she. That's right, oh. a lady character. I like it. Right. I like She's it. a lady orc barbarian, and her name was Irk, and she's super stupid, and I like that. And then I. Okay, so my idea behind the character was that if you're a half orc, right? Like you're an orc and a human. Orcs are these gross monsters, uh-huh. these green monsters. So if you're a half orc, that means that like you're, they're just basically like trailer people or something. <laughs> like they're like the people of Walmart, like real gross, like like the grossest, <laughs> you know. So that's how I play her. Is all like, oh hell no, nah. is her attack? Uh, <laughs> she's gonna attack somebody. She'll say, oh hell no, nah, and then hit him. With an axe. See, that's the kind of thing that could get me into D anD. d If you can oh, write, yeah. it, I didn't realize you. I'll be honest, I didn't know you write your own characters. I didn't know that. Yeah, part, yeah, but yeah. But if I can come up with a character like that, that sounds kind of fun. I yeah, I don't like. I definitely like. Um, I like. There's, there's some people get different things out of like playing it. I really like. As, as I played it as a kid when I was in like fifth grade with um like my neighbor, his whole family, and his dad would run us through these dungeons and stuff, and we'd stay up super late and drink a bunch of soda and eat snacks. But what <laughs> was really cool about it is he was this really great storyteller, and he would have these really uh, these tons of detail about walking through these caves and like mineral deposits, and like it would just be like so it seemed really. And then he would also your character would just run into fucked up danger, like where you knew it when he described it. Like I have to run away. Like it was scary, you know. Like uh-huh. so, as a kid, I was like, I really liked that sense of adventure and and, and scariness about it. This is so anyway. <laughs> no, but uh, is it something that you feel like you can get back right, like now that you're playing it right. as an adult? And then, but then there's some people like I'll play with like some of my friends, and what they really like is the interpersonal character acting back and forth. And then that's <laughs> when I unplug my brain entirely, which is cool. That's what's the best part about running a stupid character. I'm just like, uh, she's she's eating. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> she's having some funyuns and doesn't give a fuck. So larping is not on your future. No. Oh, hell no. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so when you're talking about your character from, uh, do you talk as your, I, I'm seriously curious about this, do you talk from your, like, the perspective of your character, like you are her, or do you say like she is eating, or you say like I, I am eating? I would say she is eating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like, because like, I don't do that, like that's not my thing to, to be like, because that's not the fun part to me, is mm. to be like, you know, you know, ye are, you know... It, you know, thou shalt not pass or whatever. Like I'm like that's so do- that's really dorky. That's a level of dorkiness. I'm not willing to take it. But the fact that I'm just like, it's just a fun game, and it's and there's a sense of danger about it. Like in terms of like I've created this character. I've spent a lot of time with them, and if they die, it would suck so bad. You know. And then so I like all those things. You know, I like that part about it. And then other people like the other part where they get to like. The the more of the pretend and the and the and the acting back and forth and stuff, which uh, isn't isn't my thing. But Nariko, you're still brave. Look at this. We tried to get you to talk about something you didn't want to talk about, and you did it. <sighs> okay, <laughs> so this show's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> We're super excited to see you. So it's going to be next Wednesday. Yes, at Secret Society. Yeah, Nariko Ott, Bree yep. Pruitt, Tim Hammer, Curtis Cook. Yeah, which it's is awesome be because rad. each one of you. Are, do comedy in a different way Yeah yeah like, like the way that you guys perform Everything that you do about it mm-hmm. That's why I think It's going to be so much fun too yeah. I mean all of you Are fucking awesome At what you mm-hmm. do 
You guys were all in Bridgetown too, mm-hmm. as well. Congratulations yeah. oh, on thank that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was uh, that was an amazing festival. Yeah, it was. was I know. I feel finally like fully recovered. I am ready for more comedy. <laughs> yeah, bring on the fucking comedy. I went out the next day after Bridgetown ended and did an open mic, and there was like maybe six people there because <laughs> everyone was so burned out. On and I was like, no, got to do some work. I got homework to do. That's awesome. Yeah. So kudos to you. That's thank great. You. Yeah. It didn't go great, but I mean, I did it. Hey, at least yeah, you're doing you it. Did it. You got your matters. ass out of bed and you fucking did it. I did. I did. I put some work in. So um, where uh, where can people find out about you online? Or oh, uh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and uh, and Facebook. Uh, on Twitter, I'm uh, I'm at Nariko Ott. No spaces, no dots, no nothing. Nobody else had that name. I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> weird. Not a lot of uh, Japanese first name, German last names going on. <laughs> so at Nariko Ott uh, mm-hmm. online. That's the best place. Yeah, Twitter's cool. really good, and then you can follow me Nariko Ott on on Facebook. The best place to follow him though is to Secret Society next Wednesday. Oh, look at oh, that! Oh, don't She's follow good. him. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, follow me there. Yes, follow yeah, him around. I mean, talk to him. Yes. And you and know what? And hair. we do, I'm, we're not blowing smoke up your ass. Like, we have a lot of friends who play D&D. They have their groups and they get together. So I'm just saying, <laughs> don't be surprised if somebody comes up to you and asks you about your character. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll be in your cool mode be like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, we'll get, no. Uh, it's, it's, we'll get chance of Irk when you're on stage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, that would be No, no so echoing great. the comedians. No. The, oh, come on. No. You can't. See, that's the problem. I admitted there was something that I was squ- squeamish about. No, it's it's fun. Um, I didn't want to lie about it though and be like, oh, I can play a game of poker. And then you ask me a bunch of get- questions about poker and I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I actually like, feel like I know a little bit more about D&D than I do about poker. Really? You could have just lied about poker. I would, like, oh, I could, I'd be like, great. five card stud. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good game. What do you, yeah, it's, it's, it is, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you, throw, you, you bet and then. Yeah, you don't move. You don't those, do anything. Those kings, man. You know. Uh, kings, also, we all defaulted are... like we're from Wisconsin. We're like, oh, you know, all those. All <laughs> oh yeah, you only know, get a king in there. Oh, you get a king. Oh, so Queen of Hearts ruining everything. Nariko Ott will be at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase next Wednesday, May twenty first, and probably out somewhere in between then. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You'll um, see him out and about, and you can find find it by following you. Yep. Yep. Via the social internets. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, via the Twitters and the Facebooks, I, I post everything on there, and. Um, I'll have a website coming up eventually. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck with the website. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and we're excited to see you next week. Yes. Okay, bye. I don't know. Now this just got really weird here right, at the I'm end. No, it's okay. The yeah. Are no, we just going right. to like fade out? Yeah. I'm going to fade everybody fade, down fade as we talk? Down. I don't know how right, we we'll do that. All right. Are we just going to fade ourselves out? Are we going to do that? And farts. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, that was Noriko Ott right yes. here on Fun Employment Radio. So excited to see him perform next Wednesday. Yes, indeed, at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase, Wednesday, May 21st at The Secret Society. Yes. All right, so now we're going to play, uh, we teased this, the other side of the story. We're going to play my interview with Kenny B. Catch up with uh, Kenny's world. Maybe All right. that should be a segment. Catch up with Kenny? Catch up with Kenny? That sounds like more of a Scott Daly thing since he is the catch up aficionado. Uh, Oh wow! I see. Oh, yeah. what, I see what you did there. I know. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that. I kind of like catch up with Kenny though. Catch up with Kenny. Yeah. Hey everybody! It's so kooky. <laughs> All right, <laughs> here it is. This is Kenny B on Fun Employment Radio. All right, and now, ladies and gentlemen, live from the past here on Fun Employment Radio, we are joined by the shell of a man. Mr. Kenny B. Hello, sir. Hello. (laughs) So, as we explained, Kenny B., of course, uh, this is uh, actually being recorded on Tuesday, May 13th, directly after the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, where Kenny uh, wrangled about a million people. 
Yep. You were what? What all were your titles? Wrangler. I think Wrangler. that was my official title. That's I had some Wrangler jeans. <laughs> no, uh, no. Yeah, I was the volunteer coordinator person behind okay. Charlene, who was the number one, and I was kind of like the number two and just handling all the number two, number two. Awesome. And but I was, yeah, handling all the volunteers and the ticketing and all that stuff. How much sleep would you estimate that you got during the festival? Over the entire thing. Yeah. So four, five. Well, it's five days because we started a day before the mm-hmm. festival actually started. So. I don't know, probably like 13 or 14 hours. Over five days? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I slept basically all day yesterday, though. So Wow. And like I woke up at like 8 p.m. from, I I saw the sun come up on Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't from working. That was just fun. Yeah. Because I'd worked my ass off for so many days, and it was like, all right, now I get to let loose, which was pretty stupid when you think about it. I should have just gone to sleep because I'm no longer a... No, that's Spring no chicken. fun. You yeah, can't no. go through all of that and then just go to sleep after that when there's when there's fun to be had. It's true, and there was there was plenty of fun to be had. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was up till the sun came up. But uh, woke up at eight p.m. yesterday, and then like ate dinner and watched like some TV for a little bit, and then went back to sleep. Wow! So I've slept a lot in the last day and a half, but I still feel like I'm I haven't slept at all because mm-hmm. my body's just like. What have you done to me? Yeah. So. Yeah, you have that con kind of funk thing. Yeah, you just you can't catch up on sleep. It just doesn't work. You just yeah. have to eventually get better after well, going to bed on time. Well, that happens. Yeah. So. Um, well, Kenny, I do have to say you did a fantastic job at the comedy festival. Thank you so it was, much. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I didn't even do the work that you did. We we Our work was uh, going to the shows and hanging out and yeah. figuring out everybody. It still exhausted me. <laughs> I'm still exhausted from it. But uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't for the same reasons that yeah. you were. But so So... With that, you know, we've been talking, uh, Sarah and I have been talking, you know, telling our kind of behind the scenes stories, like me mm-hmm. meeting Emo Phillips, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Emo Phillips, mm-hmm. remember me by name. Yeah. I've said it a few times. That's, it was, pre- it was kind of cool. Quite impressive. Quite it was impressive. pretty, I was, I was impressed with myself. <laughs> I was very impressed. I liked your guys' pictures with him too. On Facebook. Yeah. Those are funny. Check those out, people. Oh, uh, yeah. Very yeah. Funny. They're on Facebook and uh, at funemploymentradio.com too. You can go. take a look at those. Uh, so, you though, you see a whole different side of it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. everybody kind of has stories. I know there's some stories that probably can't be told. I don't know, but um, without I, permission, yeah, not without permission, You're right? Yes, I've got some stories I can't tell <laughs> because I don't have permission to. Uh-huh. Um, they were interesting, but I can never tell them, right? However, uh, what uh, what what was it like from your side of this uh, of Bridgetown Comedy Festival? Well, this year was weird because uh, in past years I've actually been out in the shit, mm-hmm. as I'm going to call it, like yeah. A, like a Vietnam vet would call <laughs> war. Um, I, was, I was sitting behind my Charlie's computer. Charlie's in the trees. Yeah, <laughs> sitting behind my computer pretty much the whole time, which is my day job also. So it was like, it's just like extended version of my day job. So, yeah. but it was a lot of, hey, asshole, why didn't you show up for your shift? And like, I'm cutting your wristband and like. Oh, really? Yeah. With the volunteers? Yeah, because it's, we have all their pictures. Like when you sign up to volunteer on the website, you have to post, put a picture of yourself and your, of your face. Okay. And your your name and all your contact info, and so it's like people would sign up. Like the only way to get a wristband as a volunteer was to volunteer for at least three shifts. Okay, and, and how long is a shift? Uh, it's anywhere from like three to six hours, just depending on the shift and what it entails. Like driving shifts are a little longer because you're not really like working; you're just kind of hanging out, giving people rides. And right, hospitality shifts are a little shorter because you're beer backing, bar backing, and carrying heavy shit around. And okay. And, and there's like how many how many volunteers for? Uh, there were I think bet- the 
there on the website there were over 500 but people that are actually actively volunteering and there was like 320 or something like that damn so, yeah, yeah you're gonna get some shit apples in that amount of people. oh yeah <laughs> and so they'll sign up for three shifts and then they won't they'll show up for their first shift to get their wristband and then they won't show up for any more shifts ah and we're like all right well we have your picture and we know like you're going to be coming into a show, so we send their picture out to everybody that works a door and say, <laughs> if you see this person cut their fucking wristband. Damn. And then we ban them forever. So wow. So can, so they, they can never buy it. They're, they can never buy a pass. They could buy a pass. Right. Okay. But they can't volunteer again. Okay. So, so they yeah. walk up, and then somebody just comes out with scissors and, like, snips their- Says, I know you. Slice just takes the wristband away. Damn. So- Harsh, did you see it happen? I, I didn't because I was okay. I was, but I, I sent out the uh, the hit, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of got to feel good though, because it's somebody yeah. that volunteered to do this, yeah. and I mean, and the majority of people I'm sure are completely awesome and right. do the work. But yeah, if you're going to be one of those people that doesn't do the work, that's got to be kind of nice. Just be like, I'm putting out a hit on you. Exactly. Send it out to everybody. <laughs> I know what you look like, <laughs> and I know what you're where where you live on the internet. Oh. So yeah, but uh, and then but it was like there were people that were legitimately sick or something and I'd because I'd send them this text message that would be like hey if you don't respond in the next hour I'm gonna you know put the hit out on you (laughs) get your wristband cut because you didn't show up for your shift and then I would either get it no response which meant they knew that they were fucked yeah or it was oh dude I'm so sorry I'm sick or like one girl had strep throat and okay it's like okay so you're and she didn't actually I could check to see if they actually picked up their wristband in the system or not but so it's fun. <laughs> it's kind of fun to hold that power over people. I know you can relate to that. Oh no, no, yeah. power is fun. Everybody <laughs> loves power. That's why it's that's why it's yeah. the greatest thing. But I did meet somebody uh, more famous than anybody at the entire festival. Really, I met somebody that they weren't on the, the the performers list or anything, but they're they're more famous in my mind than anyone else. Okay, and that person was the Cookie Lady. The Cookie Lady. The Cookie Lady. The Cookie Lady, like the the Cookie the Lady one- that is notorious for making Andy Dick fall off the wagon. Oh, damn. <laughs> that is fame. Yeah. Okay, so this happened a couple of years ago when Andy Dick was on the festival and Andy he was sober when he showed up, right? right. He'd been sober for a while. And his and his show was titled like Andy Dick Clean and Sober. <laughs> and then it's notorious because well, something happened where he ended up not being sober <laughs> and going kind of bonkers mm-hmm. and I remember Sarah saying she saw him running around like flipping people off on a pedicab pedicab yeah yeah and uh, and then there were there was like rumors all going around of Andy Dick just showed up at this bar right. Andy Dick's here <laughs> clearly not sober anymore no and just being just this crazy train wreck over Portland like mm-hmm. everywhere you went somebody was talking about how Did oh you yeah see? I saw Andy yeah. Dick <laughs> I, saw, I totally saw him too dude my friend just texted yeah. he's over here yeah. now and I saw his dick yeah, um, yeah. possibly <laughs> yeah oh did he did he yeah, flash yeah he took his pants off. All right. So. Well, good times. That happened. <laughs> and then after the festival, it would actually made national news because he was missing. Yeah, nobody. He, w- he went missing for like Manager two or three days. Know. Nobody knew. Yeah, nobody could get in touch yeah. with him, and nobody saw him. And everybody kind of uh, there was there was a lot of speculation right. as to where Andy Dick went. But mm-hmm. then he did end up showing popping back up somewhere on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't been seen since. Flash forward, yeah. Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> but yes. yeah, this. Cookie Girl, because I remember I saw her yeah. that year too, because she would walk around outside of the outside of the festivals and she had like this box, like a cigar cigarette box, like yeah. old school, and she would open it up and she had like pretty much any kind of uh stuff in it. Thing you would yeah. 
possibly want to procure well, see, illegally. That's what I was under the impression of too. But I got the, from her side of the story. She swears that she didn't have anything except for special cookies and regular cookies. Uh, well, if it's the same girl, I guess yeah. I can't verify it's the same girl. It's the same girl. Oh yeah. no, that's not and true. She's a liar. That is, she is a liar. <laughs> no, she had way more than that because she yeah. approached uh, me outside of one of the bars mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago and was just like, "Hey, would you want any of this stuff?" No. They're like pills, and there's yeah. like all kinds yeah. of like, Baggies. no, 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 I don't. Yeah. Please good. go away. I don't want yeah. to make it look like I'm buying something the from Hunter you. S. Thompson of Portland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so, and she's the one that got Andy the cookies, right? Okay, so what? So she had given him one, I think, for free initially. Okay, and then uh, he, all the shit happened, and uh, <laughs> I was at the Baghdad, um, sitting behind Margaret Cho, and Andy Dick came in like visibly fucked up, and sat next to her and was like laughing off off cue and doing weird shit in the audience, and she like took him outside, and it turns out this girl, the cookie lady saw him outside of there with uh, Margaret Cho and he was like hey give me give me another cookie give me some more cookies and he was like accosting her for more cookies <laughs> and she was like I already gave you one for free like I'm not gonna and Margaret Cho apparently gave her the death eyes like if you give him another cookie I will fucking strangle you oh yeah and uh, so she was like no I, and ran away and then <laughs> So that was the rest of that story. That's how that ended up? So that was up? immediately, okay. it was like, oh, that ties it together perfectly because she had taken him out of the audience because he was behaving badly uh-huh. and walked him outside. And lo and behold, who was waiting outside? The person with the drugs to give him more. <laughs> All right. I, I'm wondering if perhaps there was more than one cookie involved. I'm I not know. a uh, cookie. She claims it was just one cookie. It had to be more to start of it off. Somebody had, yeah. had more of something. But she gave it to him for free. Uh-huh. So. Okay. That's what started the spiral. All right. So, uh, so that was. But she tale. claims to not have known that he was on the wagon and that it's not her fault. And oh, so she Andy Dick just asking her for a cookie. So of course she's going to give him one. And yeah. So well, I mean, probably she, 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 she didn't. Innocence. Also, she's walking around selling uh, cookies and various <laughs> things to everyone. Not necessarily the most reputable person, I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna assume that you can't necessarily yeah. trust the cookie girl. Yeah. With everything. So what was she doing at this festival? Was she doing the same kind of thing? No, she just had regular cookies. <laughs> they were. They were. Because really? I ate one and nothing happened, so it was fine. Okay. And she was like, I don't give people stuff. Like, I'm not going to give anyone a cookie that's special and not tell them that it is, because that's f- fucking wrong yeah, that's and messed fucked up. up. So, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I, you know, I can kind of respect your moral compass a little bit. All right. So. Okay. I found her to be a, a genuine person. Okay. I'll say that. All right. Well. So, but it was interesting. I was like putting things together for multiple years. Right. Like, Somewhere somebody's going to compile the entire, somebody needs to compile like yeah. the, the night of Andy Dick. Yeah. And just like everybody's little stories yeah. about what happened that night. Where it fits in. Yeah. And try to piece it together, piece together his <laughs> night. Did they ever determine where it was he went for the two or three days? Uh, no, no idea. Nobody knows. God. I mean, there's yeah. like a short story in this somewhere. Right. Andy Dick at Bridgetown. <laughs> now I kind of want to start gathering interviews. I know. It put it out as one big, long podcast yeah. in chronological order. Totally. An interview yeah. everybody that knew him. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. should have done that two years ago. Right. That would have been awesome. Well, I think it's still fresh in idea, people's minds. The idea is still coined right here mm-hmm. on Fun Employment Radio. He bowled me over at the after party. <laughs> that was towards the end of the whole thing. Just like everybody's like, where is Andy Dick? And then, bam, I get hit from behind, and he comes marching out into the <laughs> dance floor. I was like, sweet. 
And this was a couple of years ago that this yeah, happened. That's a while back. So, were there any uh, those, of those type of moments at Bridgetown this year? Anybody go uh, off the off the rails? Off the rails? Um, no, no. Yeah. Unless Solange and Beyonce were at Bridgetown, right? Oh, were. look at that! Look at that! Yeah, reference. pulling out yeah. the <laughs> pulling out all the stops. <laughs> Typical there. reference. Huh? Yeah, that was pretty uh, good. no. It was pretty good. Everybody overall is pre- everybody's in such a happy mood, and so. Mm-hmm like joyous and even I was talking to another girl who was like I haven't been to this festival before and but I've been to a lot of festivals where people seem kind of surly and pissed off and and she was a performer and she was talking about performers and she's like but everybody here is so happy and so nice and just Every, like stoked on, genuinely everybody I encountered every performer I mean volunteers I mean the volunteers and, and you guys working it were obviously stressed out but yeah. everybody was nice mm-hmm. considerate all the performers seemed happy I mean because right. I hung out with a lot of them mm-hmm. and everybody was just like smiling and hugging right. and like high-fiving and it was it was really really cool it, it's it's funny because even you're fucking exhausted and you're working your ass off but everybody that does that mm-hmm. that goes to that like like likes it yeah like likes being exhausted and working through problems and likes like, the pain I was talking to another volunteer lead and she was like I I thrive in chaos <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it it's like yeah that's kind of how that's kind of how you have to be although I did piss off one of the staff members who was in charge of uh, uh, hospitality food and beverage and that kind of stuff it was probably four o'clock in the morning on Monday morning so Sunday night and okay. we were out of beer. And it was a it was a hotel room full of people because of course there was an after after party right because the last night we didn't have like a hosted party we just went to a bar and then of course the bar closes at two o'clock or whatever but nobody was ready to stop right so we went to this the hotel where people were staying and partied in some rooms and we had only brought in a cooler and a half full of beer and clearly not, not enough not beer enough beer <laughs> and that was empty and uh, somebody was like hey call so-and-so who's in charge of that and i was like okay called her she was like do not <laughs> call me again oh wow i gave you guys plenty of beer <laughs> so clearly she had had enough of the we're out of beer phone calls she's like this is like the fourth time somebody's called me oh yeah that's the job so i don't what? think i would yeah. want to be the mm-hmm. one in charge of the alcohol no no yeah, no uh-uh. people calling you Clearly hammered, right. not needing any more alcohol. No, Bring me more booze. We're out of beer up here. Where are you? It's probably a good thing that you're out of beer. Don't call me again. I was like, why didn't you turn your phone off? And she was just like, she wouldn't have it. She just hung up on me. <laughs> have you spoken with her since? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, yeah. It's all good. Well, that's understandable. It's to be expected. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so. that's fair. Mm-hmm. All right. One of the other staff members was like, oh, yeah, I just called her. Probably shouldn't have done that. So, yeah. okay. So it's all fine. Well, one of the things too with the <sighs> festival that everybody was worried about was uh, your uh, your lady friend relationship status. Yeah, yeah, the relationship status. What's the update on that? Everything was fine, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, we came to an agreement that okay. if I were to get really drunk, that I would just sleep on the couch. Okay. I wouldn't come in and bother her, and because that was really what where it started was I was hammered and came into the bedroom and tried to pass out next to her and reeked like booze, and I was being cantankerous as I am want to be when I'm. A little drunk. Yeah, you can get a little surly. Yeah. Yeah. And so she just doesn't like to be around me when I'm like that. So I'm like, all right, I'll just sleep on the couch. And it it all worked out. All right. And uh, and I was home a lot, you know. I was at the computer pretty much the whole time. So she wasn't, like, worried. I was out partying like crazy. And Mm -hmm. she saw that I was actually working and working hard and diligently and putting shit together and making things happen. All right. So it was a good year. It was a good year for us. Okay. I think that spells good things for the future because she won't have to be quite so concerned about you know what's to come at around april may time yeah so. yeah 
Kenny time. Out. I'm sorry there's not more drama to be said. No, that's no, that's a good thing there's not more drama. I mean, I just I'm right. just curious. I'm sure there are things that went on that uh, probably we're unaware of or things that happen. There's lots of stuff like that that I yeah. just can't say anything about. Not about me because I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. I'll talk about whatever happened with me, but yeah, there's plenty of plenty of things like that. So. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I know a few things too that I I, I cannot mention. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. But overall it was it was success. It was success. Yeah, everybody just like emails from all the performers saying mm-hmm. how awesome it was and how much fun they had and I mean there was a lot of like glitches and stuff that went wrong behind the scenes, but as far as everyone else was concerned, it went off swimmingly, and that's why it worked out so well, because we have people that are working their ass off the whole time. So Nice. The public is unaware of the problems, mm, that's because good. we work so hard to make them not appear. Well, look so, at that. Yeah, it's Happy. great. Happy ending. And it's really crazy that it's all volunteers that really make it happen. Yeah. So there's like eight of us on staff. And it is an impressive is, operation. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Have you so. ever worked any other conventions or festivals? Uh, I, I mean, I've done like... Uh, serving beer at the Brewers Festival and stuff oh, like yeah. that, but nothing like on a logistical standpoint, no, not okay. at all. So. Yeah, I've never worked the, the logistics of like a big festival like that. I mean, the yeah. most I've ever done is I worked at um, the uh, Consumer Electronics Show. Wow, and that's Vegas. the big one? Yeah. yeah wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I did that a couple of years, but I was just, I was a reporter, so uh, I'd go okay. around and interview people. Yeah. And that festival, well, it's not festival; it's convention, but right, it's right. like a festival yeah, atmosphere yeah. because it's Vegas. They, uh, they, <laughs> all the cabbies told us about how many uh, hookers were in town. Yeah, for right. Because <laughs> they like bring in whole extra boatloads of hookers. Yeah. However, you get I guess a boatload to Vegas. That's just smart economics. Right it is. There. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, you have a whole bunch of. I mean, let's be honest, a whole bunch of nerds. Yeah. in Vegas. <laughs> Mostly male, uh-huh. and uh, they're going to be looking for some companionship mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there was that, and then they they have like a lot of celebrities there too, which was interesting. I mean, I didn't have a whole lot of run-ins. The only one that I uh, ran into that was uh, Jordy was a little bit of a jerk. Lavar Burton, I've heard that he's a little, uh, a little yeah. tough. Yeah, he was tough. he was he was kind of an ass. Yeah. Um, and then I I did shots with Wilmer Valderrama there. <laughs> that was weird. He just randomly was at one of the booths, like, "Hey uh, guys, let's go do a shot." Was this before okay. or after Yo Mama? Um, what was Yo Mama? That was a show where it was like people. It was like they did the dozens and they stood in front of each other and told Yo Mama jokes until. The oh, other one, like, gave that's up. right. You it was know like what? A Yo Mama battle. This was probably right around that time frame because he was okay. still big from that '70s show, even right. though it wasn't airing anymore. Right. And had I, he banged Lindsay Lohan? I yet? think it was right about the <laughs> Lindsay Lohan era. So. I think somewhere in there he, he could have been he could have for all I know that night he could have been hanging out with Lindsay Lohan. Re- oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I didn't see her though. Hmm. That would have been more exciting. You didn't see the red menace. I did see the red <laughs> No, I did not see that. No, I just didn't. But he only, was a nice guy? Yeah, he was a nice guy. Right. Yeah, cool. just kind of a dude. He didn't really have a whole lot to say. Yeah, I don't I don't I, think he's much of a deep thinker. No, I don't guy. think so. Yeah. Now he just bangs hot chicks and mm-hmm. does shots apparently. That's, rough life. Yeah, real tough life he's got going for himself. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, he was a nice guy. The only the only ladies that I encountered there were uh uh I did encounter some of the uh, some of the hookers. Yeah. That uh that did How happen. How could you not? I mean, they're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And especially if you ever are walking somewhere by yourself mm-hmm. at a Vegas hotel, that's when they like target you. Like, yeah. oh, loner, loner, mm-hmm. loner. If you're zoom per- in. Like, particularly new to Vegas or naive too, mm-hmm. like, you, this, you know, pretty good looking chick will just start come up, come up and start hitting on you. Yeah. Like, if you're at a bar or something and you're like, what's happening? Like, what's going yeah. on with this? Like, wow, hey, she likes doing- me. Yeah. And then. At some point, and this has happened to multiple friends of mine, they, they're like, hey, let's go to back to your room. And you're like, holy shit. And if you're still not smart enough to pick up on what's going on, 
in the elevator, they'll negotiate price with they'll you. They'll start like, throwing down a... Oh. And as soon as they make that clear and you're like, I don't want to do that, then they're like, well, fuck you. And they just walk away. So that's yeah. down usually. <laughs> I mean, I had the random ones that would you know walk up and just be like, hey, you, you want some company? Like, right. Go, literally right. use the line. You want some company? <laughs> like, no, no, you're okay. And then there was another one that I was hanging out with a... With uh, some of the people that were down there filming with me, one of the guys, uh, one of the writers, and he was he was kind of young, mm-hmm. just out of college, yeah, maybe a little bit naive as to how things go, and he mm-hmm. looked even younger. Right. And we were walking along, and this uh, this this prostitute walked up to him and was just like, "Hey, baby face, you know, we, mm-hmm. you should come with me." Like she was one, she was not on a call girl level. <laughs> this was one straight off of the street. Oh, I mean, she looked a little street rough. Walker. Street walker. Yes, that would be the definition. I think that is a street walker. Oh. That is not a call girl. Yeah. And uh, and started uh, approaching him, and he was, he was kind of scared. You could tell yeah. he was just like, "Uh, yeah. no." And she's like really aggressive, like touching him. Mm-hmm. And we walked up, and we're like, "No, no, uh, just leave him alone." And she she looked around at me. She's like. Fuck you! And started calling me uh, a bunch of names, expletives, perhaps uh, uh, slander for homosexual names, <laughs> um, very loudly calling me that, and then grabbed my hair and started yanking on oh it. Oh my god! I'm like, get your fucking hands off yeah. of me! Stop touching me! I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna right. be the guy in a Vegas hotel that hits a prostitute, right? But uh, at the same time, I'm like, you're gonna rip my hair out, right? And luckily, the security guard came over okay, and was good. like, uh, "You need to leave. Let go of him." And like basically carried her out he of the place. He didn't kick you guys out though too. No, I mean I okay. wasn't doing anything. So he'd seen what had happened probably. I think it was pretty clear I was yeah. not negotiating anything <laughs> with her. <laughs> she she $100? No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was not uh, did not involve that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the that's the most that I encountered in. I think I told my that story about my buddy who when I was working construction, I'm pretty sure I told this story about him being obsessed with getting a prostitute and uh, not ending up actually having sex with her, just kind of grinding against her and thinking he was going to get HIV from that what? and like freaking out for weeks and having to get a, a Xanax prescription because he was convinced he had HIV and he was on the work site. Like we worked with black rubber because we made tracks and uh-huh. so this black rubber dust would get all over you and you'd be covered in this dust except for his, like on his neck where his glands are he was constantly like testing to see if <laughs> they were swollen you know checking to see if his glands were swollen if he'd contracted hiv so he had these two clean spots on his neck and the rest of his body was covered in black dirt so it was like wow the whole rest of the time on the job site it was like he had white spots on his neck because he thought he had aids <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure nobody uh fed into that into his paranoia no at not at all i yeah. was like oh you geez are you are you okay you're looking a little pale yeah it's one of the yeah. first signs mm-hmm. it's one of the f- first signs when you get hiv is that a lesion right there? <laughs> it's probably just a hive from the rubber wow. no big deal yeah yeah but he went to like multiple doctors and they were like you didn't there's no possible <laughs> way you got there's no it's way like at this point in this day and age right. like that you, that you still think that's how yeah. that happens <laughs> i mean you gotta you, you've got a yeah. few few things to learn right. um i mean because all you'd have to do is put it in google right well it, i mean search he spent all his t- he was a rabid uh hypochondriac yeah like i mean you could just say like why would that kind of guy oh, even want to be around a prostitute he was drunk yeah just, all the hypochondria oh, went God. away as soon as he got the booze <laughs> in him. And, and he was, like, collecting the cards all night, and, like, you could tell he was... Oh, he did one of the, like, cards, the, the slappy card guys in called, Vegas? like, a random... Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered about those. I have a friend that I think did. 
Uh-huh. Um, cause we, we were down in Vegas. He had a different hotel room and we were joking about it and we'd all been out drinking. And finally at one point in the night, he's like, I'm gonna go back to my hotel now. And, yeah. uh, and he had been talking, joking about calling him. And I think finally he'd had just enough to drink right? where mm-hmm. something happened there. Mm-hmm. And it's never going to be the girl on the card, guys. No. no. Those are like just porn stars they pay to take pictures. Yeah. Or they, steal, not... or they steal the picture online. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and just put them on there. That is not the girl that's coming to your they room. They said they're not one for zero dollars. Yeah. She's free. <laughs> 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 this girl wants it so bad. She's gonna, all you have to do yeah. is call her. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they say, too, like, because... I've had multiple friends that have done this. Yeah. Um, when you call, they're like, because they, most of the guys I know have just called just to see what what would happen and haven't followed through on it. But uh, they're like, well, they they won't talk about sex or anything on the line because it's illegal to do that. Oh, yeah. They can't negotiate. And they're not even allowed to be in the city, actually, technically. That's right. Yeah, in Vegas itself. The city of Vegas, yeah. You, you're not supposed to solicit prostitution, but they do anyway. So, yeah. But uh, – they, so what they get they get around it by is that the the first dance is two hundred dollars. So they play it like they're just strippers coming to your room to right. do a private dance for two hundred dollars, and then they say everything after that is negotiable. Uh, so, but I mean, I'm sure they all have their set prices. Oh yeah, and once they get in the room with an iPad goes. with a price list on yeah, it, <laughs> right? They can choose. <laughs> do you well, want the number four? Which package? Yeah. Where are you looking for tonight? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Hooker. Right. Uh, I don't know how we got into that. Well, it just goes down All the road right. sometimes. Well. So, anyway. Yes. I'm alive. That's I'm good. barely alive. That's good. Did you do any scrap meddling? Haven't done. I, whew, I haven't had energy for scrap. Scrapping takes a lot of energy, Greg. Does I don't it? have energy for that. Okay. You got to look on Craigslist and plan out your route and try to compete with tweakers. I mean, that's just too much work for me right now. Okay. All so, right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just taking it easy. At some point, I think I want you to uh, maybe try to outscrap my meth head neighbors. You know, I even was walking the other day during the festival up to get uh, a car, and uh, there was a big old barbecue sitting on the side of the road with a free sign on it, and I was like, oh, that'd be some good scrapping. <laughs> but I just passed it by. Did it just torture you not to be able to pick that up? No, I was okay with it. Yeah? I was okay you were with zen it. without yeah. scrapping it? Because I'm not, I'm not hurting financially at the moment. Okay. So it was okay. It was okay. all good. And I had other shit going on, so. All right. I didn't have any energy focused on Still, the scrapping. somebody else got that barbecue, and they probably <laughs> made some money on it. I mean, somebody, it's money that was just sitting there. Somebody made some had. good money on that barbecue. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. You had the propane up. thing and everything. Oh, damn. Man. Wow. That's some good money. Well, you'll be kicking yourself <laughs> later on for that one. <laughs> I'll be regretting that later. Uh, all right. Well, we uh, do want to mention, too, that the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase is coming up. That's right. Wednesday, May 21st. And you can get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. It's mm. going to be fun. Come on out if you haven't come to one yet. We'd love for everybody to come out. They're a lot of fun. Everybody's... Super yeah. happy. Yeah, you just Fun. go there. You have a bunch of drinks if you choose to. I mean, it's great drinks because it's at the mm-hmm. Secret Society mm-hmm. and food. And then um, we have four different comedians. All four of them are completely different styles of comedy. I think that'd be yeah, fair to say. Absolutely. And all hilarious in their Wide own range. right. Yes. yes, Tim Hammer, and then uh, Bree Pruitt, Noriko Ott, and Curtis Cook. Yep. And uh, it is fantastic. And we want to see a all whole of you there. range of colors and genders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should put that on the flyer. No, I don't know that that's we? a good market. An array scene. of colors and genders? No, that, yeah, no, no, I don't know if that's probably the best It'd way be to do like it. It'd be like the new Negro show. Yeah, oh. that, which, that show was amazing. Yes, it was a good show. That was, That's a damn good show. <laughs> Baron Vaughn uh, put together a pretty good lineup there if that was, that was it, him putting that He's up. a good man. Yes, so yeah, but yeah, we have we got a good lineup too. Yes, we do. Yeah, and it's fun and it's not expensive and it's awesome. Indeed, all yeah. of these things. So get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. All right, uh, we're going to transition to 
something else because this is a pre-recorded show because I'm on a plane right now. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm flying somewhere. You guys will get a special treat. We don't know what it is yet. Yes. But it'll be special. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. See, you were 